I wanted a slaughter, and boy, did we get it in Jersey, baby. We'll talk about that one on this episode of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for well over a decade, and today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase on the GameTime app. Well, I've been covering hockey for over a decade. I'm currently the public address announcer for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Oh, yeah. And we'll talk about minor league hockey later on in the week on goals thursday but we've got to talk about everything happening in jersey and i mean everything happened in jersey now i will admit that i didn't watch the entire game live i tried to watch little bits and pieces on my phone during the intermissions at coachella valley now my phone was kind of going not blowing up but my phone was starting to get a couple messages like hey what's going on with gibby what was happened? Why did he leave? Is there a trade? No. Okay. I did actually get a text saying like, hey, did Gibby just get traded? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, he just left the game and it was just reported that he left the building. Like, what? Like, what, what's going on? So I will say that I, the reason I got that text was because a certain someone put out a text and quickly deleted it. And I'm not going to call out names here. But a certain someone did put out a tweet saying that John Gibson was the first to leave the locker room on Sunday's game. So he did leave after the second period. And as soon as the third started, we saw Lukash Dostal in net. And that's when the rumors started percolating for a few minutes. There were speculations of him potentially being traded during the game because New Jersey is a possible trade target. The Devils are looking for a more competent goalie than they have right now. Look, they don't really have... They they have a goalie. They have a body that's there. He saves shots. He does what he has to do. But I'm not going to put my money on Akira Schmid. And I'm not going to put my money... Especially put my money on Nico Dawes. I'm sorry. But Nico Dawes, his save percentage is below 900. That ain't good. Akira Schmid, you know, he's alive. His save percentage, I think, is just north. It might be around 900. Maybe not after that last game. But I remember going into the game, it was around 900. Yeah, so the Devils do need some help in goal. And while they could use the services of John Gibson, they would have to give up a King's Ransom to get him. But that rumor was quickly squashed. That tweet was deleted, not immediately. I mean, it wasn't deleted fast enough for Duck's Twitter to say like, hey, (laughs) how funny, he deleted it. (laughs) What's really going on? Well, what really happened, it later came out that he's actually sick. So that was the rumor at that time. 
that John Gibson got really sick and had to leave the arena. Okay, what's really going on? And as I'm still at the arena, I'm trying to ask a couple people like, hey, what's going on? Like, what have you heard? And at the time, it was just, oh, he's sick. That's all. Like, he's sick. Nothing more, nothing less. He did leave the arena. Like, okay. When I hear just that, maybe it's a little concerning. Like, did he leave the arena to go to the hospital? Did he leave the arena because he got sick? So that was what was going on pretty much yesterday. And I didn't want to tweet anything out that would be false information and then delete it like someone did. Then we found out later today, or not today, I mean, I'm recording this Monday night. It'll be Tuesday morning when this comes out. Just FYI, it's going to be a double header day. There'll be two Tuesday episodes. Just want to get that out there. So anyway, it had later come out on Monday that John Gibson left a team. I'm like, okay, he left the team. What's going on there? Then it was revealed that John Gibson left because he left the team to attend the birth of his child. So John Gibson was placed on non-roster. And this is directly from the team Monday. The Ducks have announced have that they recalled goaltender Kelly Klang from the goals. Anaheim's primary development affiliate, yada yada. John Gibson has been placed on non-roster to attend the birth of his child. So that's all it said. So first off, I just want to say congratulations to John Gibson and family on the birth of a new child. So for, for me, I just want to say, you know, congrats to the entire family. Love it. You know, I'm sure we'll find out in the coming days, you know, like if it's a happy and healthy baby. You know, that's that's always news that I love seeing. So I, I, I love those little baby announcements. Super cool. So once again, congrats to the Gibsons. <laughs> Maybe that's why he was quote unquote under the weather. But no, that that's really what happened. He left because he had to leave to be with his family. So congrats to Alexa and Gibby on the birth of a new child. Couldn't happen to a better family and just really cannot wait to see it. So that's really what's going on. John Gibson didn't leave because of a trade. He did leave because he was sick. Um, It was revealed after that John Gibson announcement that he left the team that he was in fact dehydrated. So that's initially why he left the game after the second period. He was dehydrated. Then when he got in the locker room, that's when he found out, hey, um, it's, it's baby time. So that's why he left. So let's squash any bad rumors. That's what's happening. Yep. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, we're going to head to the first intermission and talk about the game itself in New Jersey. This is the part that I love. <laughs> Oh, I, I I love beating the Devils for a plethora of reasons. <laughs> anyway, first intermission. We'll talk about the game on the other side. Now, 
a brief word from FanDuel. That is right. As the weather gets oh so cold, ooh, it's cold in here, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel, as well as the NHL offers. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bets. That's $150 bucks if, if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action, especially with a few weeks to go in the NFL. The NHL is heating up and the app is so easy to use. You could talk about spreads, player props, over-unders, futures, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the season right. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network and Please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you were locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. Let's talk about that victory. Sweet, sweetness victory against the Devils. Now, I will just put it out there. I'm not a fan of the Devils. I haven't been for a very, very long time. This goes back to 2003. This goes back to, you know, noted enemy of Anaheim, Scott Stevens. This goes back 20 years. Still still don't like the Devils. Just, mm, yeah. So to see this game just materialize was sweet. Now, the first period did not go the Ducks' way. They got off to a slow start in this game by the admission of every player in that locker room. Yeah, it was a slow start, not a good start, but the Ducks somehow managed to get through it unscathed. Phew! Thank goodness, right? Well, that first period was just a lot of, you know, fisticuffs. There there was some rough stuff going on. You know, Radko Gudis kind of, you know, shoving around a little bit. You had that nice little fight between Ross Johnston and Kevin Ball. Ross Johnston got a couple of good shots in. And he went, okay, th- there's some fight here. Maybe the Ducks can actually do something with, oh, they took a couple of penalties because of course they did. <laughs> yeah. So the Ducks doing their best to try to blow this game early on. But they didn't, because in the second period, that's when the fun began. We had Adam Henrique on a nice little tip and on a power play. Yes, the Ducks scored a power play goal. And this is as the puck is going around the horn, and Pavel Mintyakov gets it towards the net, just a little bit towards the net, and Adam Henrique gets a stick on it, just past Akira Schmid. So one nothing Ducks early on. Yeah! Later in the period, Adam Henrique picks off a juicy rebound. Akira Schmid let a Pavel Mintikov shot just marinate in front of him. First off, I've got to give a lot of credit here to Troy Terry. Troy Terry did an excellent job of weaving around the defense a little bit, finding someone wide open, and Pavel Mintikov, and Mintikov 
got it right towards the net and that looked like it was going to go in but Schmidt just could not hang on to it so Adam Henrique puts the loose change away 2-0 Rico <laughs> and then Mike McLeod scored towards the end of the second period so it's 2-1 Ducks hey they have a lead going into the second period they're surely not going to blow it like last time right <laughs> right they didn't blow it this time third period Alex Kalorn off a nice pass from Jackson Lacombe. So all of a sudden, the vets are scoring, but the kids are getting the primary apples. Minty with two perfect primary assists on Rico. And then Jackson Lacombe on a really great diagonal pass towards the net. And Alex Kalorn had a wide open net. There was no way he was going to miss that one. So that made it 3-1 Anaheim Ducks. Jackson Lacombe, great vision on that one. And this was off of a Cam Fowler pass. So Fowler passed it from the right side to the left side, already drawing away the defense. And Lacombe held onto the puck just long enough, just about a second long enough, to draw another defenseman towards him. Everybody's collapsing on that left side. Another cross-ice pass across the Royal Road to Alex Kalorn, and that was a thing of beauty. 3-1. to one. And then, Troy Vetchkin strikes. Troy Terry, on a perfect wrist shot as he is streaking down the ice, he was one-on-one on one against, I think it was Jack Hughes. I, I forget which Hughes it is. I want to say it was, no, 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 I take it back. It was Luke Hughes. It was against Luke Hughes because Luke Hughes collapsed and Jack Hughes had just left. So it was Luke that Troy Terry was one-on-one against. And he just kind of like let it go, picked the top corner just over Schmidt. Ooh, perfect shot. Four to one Ducks. Then the Ducks do what they always do towards the end of games. They start taking penalties. Frank Vetrano, he commits a penalty. Not a particularly good one. So it's 4-1 to Ducks. And all of a sudden, the Devils say, you know what? No, no, no. We're going to try to win. We're going to try to come back and win this. We are already on the power play. Let's pull the goalie with about seven or six minutes left. Oh, okay. Fine. Six on four. If the Devils score, not a big deal. It'd be four to two. If the Ducks score... That's the game. So what happened there? Well, magic happens there. Adam Henrique picked up a loose puck with just under six minutes left and drilled it. And you could see the celebration. All he did, so simple, he just raised his arms and said, yeah, that's what's up. He didn't actually say it, but you could tell by the look on his face, he's kind of like, yeah. I just did that. Put his arms in the air. Fans are... (laughs) Some fans were cheering. I mean, Adam Henrique was a longtime New Jersey Devil. He was part of that long run in 2012 when they made it to the cup final. Loss of the Kings. (laughs) Devils losing in the final. (laughs) Anyway, Rico was part of that big run. So for him to come back to New Jersey... And score that hat trick. Ooh, that was a thing of beauty. And I will talk much more about Rico 
in the final segment. But, you know, just a pretty, pretty goal. And you know what? We even saw a hat on the ice. On the road, by the way. Yeah, you heard me right. Adam Henrique scored a hat trick. A hat was tossed on the ice. So that is one hat tossed. You know what? Make it two. Two hats tossed. <laughs> Thing of beauty. Final score, 5-1. to one. The losing streak is over. Yeah. All right. I'm going to talk more about Uncle Rico much more on the third segment of this podcast. So stay locked in. Now, a brief word from Game Time. The Game Time app is probably my favorite app that I've ever used because you can get last minute tickets at very good prices. There are fantastic deals on there. I've gotten Angels tickets on there for a dollar, by the way. And all it takes is two taps. Just click on there, tap one, that gets you to the window. Tap two, boom, you've bought it. And the tickets are in your wallet almost immediately. They have plenty of last minute tickets, flash deals, like I've mentioned, angel tickets for a dollar. They'll probably stay that way. You could probably get some Clippers tickets for $15, Ducks tickets, maybe 20, 25 bucks. That's a fantastic deal, folks. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. And they're obsessed with finding ways to help you, yeah, you, save money on tickets. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I did that on purpose. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, you're locked in with a very excited Jason J.D. Hernandez because Uncle Rico scored a hat trick in New Jersey. The Adam Henrique revenge tour was on. After the game, Adam Henrique had quite a bit to say. So first off, I'm going to give stick taps here to Locked On Devils for giving me the audio for this. So um, Locked On Devils did ask Uncle Rico about everything that happened um, during the game. And he said, quote, This place was special for me for a long time. A lot of great memories and a lot of great people here over my career. And he went on to say that, you know, he always loves the people here. He loves coming here. Um, another question that he was asked was, you know, if he was going up for this and he said like, you know, like I didn't really pump myself more than usual, but however, he is always excited to come back because, you know, there's so many great people here and, you know, to get that hat trick, like in retrospect before the game, he didn't try to pump himself up more because, you know, it's another game. And he was more motivated, not because they were in Jersey, but because 
he wanted to break that losing streak. That's what was really motivating him. And he even mentioned in the post-game presser to Locked on Devils that he desperately wanted to get off the schneid. He felt that there was some games that the Ducks could have and should have won, if not for, if not for some bad mistakes. Probably referring to all the penalties there. And he even mentioned in the in the presser to Trey that there was a lot of one-goal games there. A couple of those he felt that the Ducks should have won. And he felt it was important to not only win, but to win big. And that's exactly what happened. But he did kind of smile a little bit and kind of smirk and say, yeah, this one felt good. <laughs> it was also pointed out to him that in his career... He had only scored three goals against the Devils, and he doubled that number in this game. He has now scored six goals against the New Jersey Devils. So kind of a bit to take away on that post-game presser. Um, I'll focus on the fact that I, 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 lo- I love Uncle Rico. I do. It, ah, you know what? How can you not be just slight, like very, very slightly, maybe like a 0.01 more excited to play in your old home? For him to say like, yeah, it wasn't different. I mean, I believe him mostly, but <laughs> there, there's got to be like a very, very minute part of him that says, okay, now that I scored this one, I want to score another one. And now that I've scored two, I want the hat trick. So maybe not so much before the game, but as the game went on, I'm sure he smelled blood. And as soon as he got to two, he said, no, I I want it now. By the way, did you know that was Adam Henrique's first career hat trick? He never got a hat trick in New Jersey, didn't get it in Anaheim. Of course, it took for him to go back to New Jersey to get the hat trick. I mean, how great is that? I honestly can't believe with the prolific scoring that he's possessed in the past, I can't believe that he had never scored a hat trick before and I had to look it up. And yeah, he's had a slew of two goal games, but never a hattie. And a hat was tossed on the ice. So once again, congrats to Adam Henrique on his first career hat trick. At his old home. You gotta love it. In the presser, he also did talk about John Gibson. He said, yeah, Gibby really held the fort down the first couple periods. And even mentioned very briefly, uh, Dosti coming in and closing the door. Yeah, Dostal did a fantastic job in relief of John Gibson. Dostal only played the one period, but in that period, he looked good. And for Rico to say that, that was good. And Rico also did mention, yeah, the young guys, you know, starting to come along a little bit, which they are. And I think it's a testament to the veteran leadership that Rico possesses. And that's the kind of performance that the young guys on the team can look at and say, hey, this this is really cool. Like, this is what it takes to really succeed at this level. So, you know, kudos to Rico for the leadership and having having this game finally pay off. I mean, Henrique had been a little bit snake bitten this entire season. And just in one game, he went from six goals 
to nine goals in the season. This is the Adam Henrique that we've been waiting for all year long. And I know I could talk about Troy Terry. I think I'll get to Troy Vetchkin in the next episode. But for this one, it's really all about Adam Henrique. Number one star of the game. Number one in our hearts for this game. The smile on his face afterward. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. I I loved it. I I just freaking loved it. All right, that is going to do it for this episode. We'll be back with another episode later tonight talking about the game that took place in Detroit. Yeah. So I do want to mention, you know, I've worked a bunch of games, a bunch of events. So I actually didn't get home till about midnight Sunday into Monday. And by the time I watched the full Ducks game in the morning, I'm like, well, there's a game at four. Doesn't make sense to record during the game. So I'll just record two, have a double header on Tuesday. So that's what we're doing here. So normally I, I try to go one episode per day, but because of the scheduling and because of the time of the game, it just worked out that way. So stay tuned for another episode where we talk about the game against the Detroit Wed Rings. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to calm down a little bit because I have a dog right under this desk. Yeah. All right. Just a reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms. It's free on YouTube. You can subscribe there. It's ad-free on Amazon. Check us out there. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. You know, wherever you get your podcasts, it's free. So listen in wherever you get your podcasts. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. We'll be back later. Please remember to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together. <laughs>